you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. The grotto creeped me out. You know, you ever go to a cheap hotel that has the indoor pool and the way that smells? That's basically what the grotto smelled like. Damashek football program available on iTunes and at davedamashek.nfl.com. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. One thing Studio 66 has over the Playboy Mansion Grotto smells like pigskin in here. Wish it smelled like bacon. That'd be even better. Hi and hello, football fans. Welcome to the Dave Damashek football program. Seated next to me at my immediate left. We hope all's well wherever you are. We wish you the best. And another terrible week in America. Yeah. But you know what? Let's uh, let's try to focus for a little while, Maurice, on the world inside these walls here instead of what's going on outside. Let's talk about the game of pro football, shall we? With our pal seated to my immediate left, Maurice Jones-Drew. Coming up, the Wolf, Colleen Wolf, mm. our famed Q&A segment. How are you, yeah, Maurice? I'm doing well, Shaq. How are you? I'm getting by. I'm getting by. It was a uh, uh, topsy-turvy week for your football teams. I want to talk about all three of those in just a second here. We want to do best win, worst losses. We have some quarter poll awards. We are already one month in. We're four games in. Most teams at least are. So we're going to give out some quarter poll awards. Real quick, though, behind the glass, emerging news here. Our producer, Eddie Spaghetti, is wearing he's a grown man of course because he? he works well i mean allegedly because he works here like, i don't like, think he's well, like, child well, labor laws otherwise grown men though like it's, it's, there's there's adults and then there's a grown man so there's two i agree guys. i always say you like an adult i always say i'm a i'm a guy i'm not i don't suit the, the description of a man only there are only so many men you know i i wish i were a man but well, I, Shaq, as it you, is i'm Shaq, a guy you're a grown man you kind of old as hell you're a grown man. <laughs> no, no, not debating that I'm old, that's for sure. But what do you make of Eddie Spaghetti behind the glass? He's a grown man, allegedly, and yet he wears the initials of another grown man on his hat, E.V., Eddie Vedder. I don't know the, the connection between that. There may be something going on there. I don't know. They're not friends, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I don't. Who's Eddie Vedder? He's the lead singer of Pearl Jam. Yeah, that's, that's too much. You know, I remember, uh, and there's some good guys, like, there's some guys that like some autograph collectors that we had in Jacksonville. I was cool with, and I would sign some stuff for them. That was cool, but there were sometimes like there'd just be guys that would you know they would have their kids get it for them, like stuff like like come on man, like if you want the autograph, either man up and say hey I want your autograph. Don't use your child because it'd be like it'd be like someone that not not know anything, you know, a kid that doesn't know anything about what we're doing. It's like hey, and, and so I agree that that's bogus. That is, but also like as an as an adult. Right, I have two boys, and uh, we went to the flag football. They had this flag football thing in uh, the Bay Area with like Mike Vick and T.O. All these guys were there, and um, I, w- I went with some neighbors of mine. Right, and and I, I know he's a Niners fan, but I told him the rules. I was like, look, rule number one: don't you ask for an autograph. And he was like, why not? I was like, because you're a grown man with two kids, a wife, and a mortgage. That's why. 
Let this is for the kids. This is for your kids to experience. You're too old to experience. I this. don't get. I, I'm with you on the autograph thing. I because by the way, I have been with you, and we've seen Maurice Jones Drew jerseys walking around on grown ups. You like that? Uh, oh, yeah, I mean. I, <laughs> Support. <laughs> always support that. We, we we need that as much as there possible. There are exceptions that prove the rule. After yeah, they're always yeah yeah. This rule it's 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 not like it's only it just for me. I feel like well, why you know, do you want? Why does any? I I legitimately my old man used to do that because he was you know in Pittsburgh he he worked with Pitt football right. and with the Pittsburgh Penguins and stuff and he would get me their signatures and as a nine year old kid I loved it. Well, Mario Lemieux signed something, but it is weird. What what do you do with a piece of paper that has a name written down? And on so that it? was weird. my biggest thing. You know, with my boys, I'm like, look, if you want these autographs, I'll go and introduce you, but you have to ask. Right, because I'm I'm, an, I'm like the one. The, I'll tell you the biggest time I felt like a fan. Uh, we were playing the Philadelphia Eagles, and Mike Vick had just got out of prison, and we played him in the preseason, his first game back out of prison. And so, I've all you know, I grew up a Vick fan. Everybody that played football wanted to play quarterback because Vick was running all over the place from college. And so, it just felt awkward, man. Like I was like, you know what, like. Can I get your jersey? Is it? And he was like, "Yo, I want your jersey." I was like, "Oh, I feel so." Wait much a better. second! You started the whole jersey thing of everybody on the field this after was, the game was, trading this was, jerseys. This was different though. This was this was uh, an iconic, an iconic, an ec- iconic, uh, what, iconic what, 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 what does that mean? So you're the one who's responsible life. for this no, mess every weekend. This happens weekend? all the time, but I I still have it hanging up in my house. No, and then I have a lot of my teammates. I went other places as well, but. Yeah, that was the one time. And I just still feel sick about it. Like, there's times I just you wake should. up, like, in cold sweats. Like, I can't believe I did that. That's embarrassing. Shame on you. Now we have to watch this every week. Like, we, you you think we fans want to see you guys complete 60 minutes of battle with other with, with your with your alleged foes? And you punctuated with, like, let's switch jerseys. After, it's like, I mean. Here, Odell, take I, my shirt. When you were at Game of Thrones, when you watched that. Yeah. They, they allowed, or let's go to Troy. The movie Troy. They allowed you to take your buried after battle. They didn't. It was like a a peaceful time for like an hour. You get to get all your your, your guys that fall or that fail, and then you're able to burn them. Like that's what that's about. It's like all right. This is a, after we just went to battle. This is our peaceful time to that's do what a, we want. That's a great story. You did, but you didn't burn the victors. You framed no, no, it and hung it in your home. It's, yeah, it's it's sitting there. And every time anyone comes, I go, that is the jersey, the, the first jersey that he came back from. And I and I'm proud of that because he had actually had a really good career after that. All right, fine. But it does seem like you did start this entire thing that happens now. Yeah, I mean, week. Eddie, you got to grow up. Yeah, like, that's you know, the bottom line. Pretty spaghetti. much. That's I, the bottom line. And I don't know that – how. why does a lead singer of Pearl Jam have a hat with his name on it? That's like, another issue. That is a weird thing. Where do you who, get a hat like that who from? Who has the gall to say, yes, go ahead and put my initials on a hat for others to purchase? That's, you know, that's arrogant. Yeah, that, that's, uh, you know, those – hey, rock star. We're not going to fix it all today, but let's do our best here, Maurice. Uh, let's jump in here with a week four review. Best win you saw this weekend? No, oh, the Rams. Rams at Cowboys. That was amazing. That's for real. I, that was walking, hard to look at walking, with the uniform. Well, that's what I, I saw a lot of people say that. And they were like, well, I'd rather listen to this on radio than watch it on TV. And I was like, well, go, go do your thing. It's mm-hmm. No big deal. I mean, I'm going to give you all you need to know anyways. Um, but we walk in. We got there Friday, and we went out Friday night. I hung out with my cousin who uh, got a chance to watch him coach uh, the Dallas Oilers, his, his youth football team. And everyone there was talking trash to me because they all knew, like, they were like, oh, you work for the Rams. Oh, y'all going to lose. I was like, well, what? well, excuse me. I'm here supporting your children. Don't talk bad to me. Right? <laughs> and so uh, I just want to take this time. Where's my single? All you people who was talking trash, take that and put it in your pipe and smoke it. 
Um, I thought that <laughs> was the best win. They're going to put the trash in there. No question. Because this I is see. what happened. The first half, it, it looked like it was going to be a blowout. I mean, the Cowboys were doing what they wanted. Zeke was going crazy. He was putting his talent in, celebrating. Everybody was having a good time. And Wade Phillips, for some reason, I don't know what he said at halftime or what he did, I'm still trying to figure it out, got that defense on point. And then they were able to make some changes. And offensively, they, they were moving the ball the whole time. They scored two touchdowns and won the game. That's crazy. Um, I'm with you. That's a tough one to debate. And by the way, I was talking about this with uh, with David Carr to name drop. Uh, I, w- I was saying, you know, anybody who would suggest that coaching doesn't really matter. I know you and and I guess Ike brings this up on a, a, a lot. of Hey, it's the players that win as the, the coaches are, are secondary to it. But, you know, Wade Phillips has transformed and, and Sean McVay generally has turned it. It's a I, I understand that Les Snead brought in some big pieces, too, but they're unrecognizable from last year. Well, I think, and not just because of the weird-looking no, uniforms. you got to think, though, that you go and get Robert Woods in free agency, you draft Cooper Cup, you draft Gerald Everett, you go and get Sammy Watkins via trade. Mm-hmm. I mean, that I guess that's completely a different. Right, Andrew Whitworth yeah. in left tackle. I mean, you went from Greg Robinson to Andrew Whitworth. Those are big, big moves. Yeah, right. And then, and then you add Coach McVay. I was always told this. Coaches can't win games, but they can lose games. And that's the hard part about being a coach because sometimes if you overcoach someone and they're not being able to play fast and they can't recognize some of the things you want them to do, that can happen. And so I think right now they have a great mix of coaches that are allowing their players to play, and then they also have some really good players out there, some great players out there that are playing well. Interesting. I mean, I, I'm not going to debate you on the the Rams as your pick for best win. I think the Panthers, though. I mean, that that's was a, a great win. I mean, nobody gave them a shot, including me going into Foxborough, and now here we are with the Patriots at one and two at home. No, well, let me ask you. Yikes! They could have been zero and three at home. My my biggest issue with the Pats are, and and this is where I say, you know, coaching comes into play. Sometimes when you believe you're too good of a coach and you forget to have players like you trade Chandler Jones and Jamie Collins mm. and then Rob Ninkovich retires and then all of a sudden someone gets hurt, now you're out there with just a bunch of guys. And now your defensive scheme doesn't work because you don't have the guys to get pressure on the quarterback. And I hate when I hear people say, well, Bill's going to find a way. Everyone says that. Well, Bill's going to find a way to fix it. Like, <laughs> he's a great coach, phenomenal coach. But you still need someone who can rush the passer when, he get the, when they cross those white lines. You traded everyone away. You, I mean, there's no one there that can get to the quarterback. That's their biggest issue right now. I want to dig I – mean, well, we're going to do most disappointing team. I think the Patriots at least are worthy of inclusion in that. I don't know that they're the most no, disappointing. The most, yeah. Hey, listen. They're one and two at home. Nobody could nobody could have seen that one coming. We'll get to that in just a second. Worst loss this week. I'll start us off here. Yes, they're you know the Chargers again, the Giants again. They're t- you know you didn't see these teams being zero and four. But I got to look at the SEC, the much ballyhooed conference, the greatest conference in the history of people. Tennessee, LSU on, at home, Detroit, on, pa- on Peyton Manning night too. That's the best part about it. Peyton Manning night, it's like we're going to honor Peyton. This is a, a great game for us to honor him. We're going to go out here. We're going to do this. And then you you give him zero? To the dogs. Bow wow, Tennessee. Yikes. And then LSU, when you lose on at home, at home Detroit, that's tough. Oof, oof. They've always struggled. They've always struggled with quarterback play. So it, it, it's tough. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm, 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 I feel I have a little more uh, – Sorrow for LSU because they got a lot going on over there. They haven't had a quarterback in I don't know how long. Um, but Tennessee. Well, they're LSU. Go recruit one. All righty. I mean, they're trying. I guess they keep missing. But LSU or not LSU, but Tennessee. 
I mean, they came in with so much hype. Sully, is Sully here? Poor Sully. Is Sully in the back? Bad for Sully. No, he. I saw him he, back there. No, he's gone. Then he. Then he heard uh, that we might I mean, talk about. Yeah, this I mean, I'm just saying, forty-one nothing at home. It's a tough one to come back. Dan Helly. That's all you hear. One of the Redskins, and he must have had a bad weekend then, because the Redskins took an L, and then Tennessee started off that way. Woo. Let's check know. in on uh, not those other people's teams, but Maurice's teams. I mentioned it. We just talked about the Rams sitting at three and one. Yeah. Do you legitimately? I guess if you think, well, do do you legitimately believe that the Rams at home can knock off the Seahawks this week? Because if they do, they will be four and one. The Hawks will be two and three. That gives the Rams a two plus lead because of the head to head win there. That at the you know a third of the way through the year. They're starting to get to a point where it's where it's like, yeah, they might win the West. Well, they are um, they're playing well offensively, and that's the biggest part. Their defense. Uh, well, let's just go to last year's game. They won nine to three, right? Russell Wilson was banged up, couldn't run around like he, you know. But still, I mean, that game was a defensive battle. I think this is going to be more of an offensive battle where you're going to see uh, Jared Goff throw the ball because they run cover three all the time, and they do a great job of creating plays to attack, to attack certain people. Um, and, you know, they have confidence right now. I mean, that offensive line, regardless of what people say, uh, that right, they're, they're, they're running the ball well. Mm-hmm. And not only are they running the ball well, they're utilizing Tavon Austin in a way that we haven't seen him utilize with packages to set him up, having him be the, the second back, the RB2 if, you mm-hmm. want to, if you're a fantasy guy. Um, and then these, these receivers, they have three guys who you have to account for. And you only could take two away. So the third one's always going to eat. And so, obviously, against San Francisco, the Niners tried to take away Cooper Cup. Sammy Watkins, Robert Woods went crazy. Now the Cowboys took away those two guys. Cooper Cup goes crazy. Like, you pick your poison. You go out. Then Tyler Higby comes in. I mean, they have so many weapons that they can get guys the ball. And no one there is like – they don't have a, a a dominant weapon yet like an Antonio Brown or Odell Beckham. They have three really good wide receivers who just do their job and get open and catch the ball. It's, it is it is funny that, uh, you know, both in the biggest city in the U.S. and the second biggest city that it's upside down and kind of represents the entire NFL right now because we thought that the Chargers were going to be good, the Rams are going to be, you know, right. eh, mediocre at best, and then we thought the Giants were going to be contenders and we thought the Jets were going to be a punchline. Now look at the two teams that are vying for Sam Darnold and Josh Rosen. It's not, not the, say, not the one say we Rosen's thought. name first, please. Don't, well, well, I, I do want to. You know what? I do want to hear from you on that one. But uh, well, you have two. Hold on. So you have the the, the Raiders. They lost, and Derek Carr's loss hurts. Right. So, so that, he's out two to six. What do we think? Yeah. It was funny. And it may be. It may be longer than that too, because those backs are hard. Well, to David deal with. Carr literally. I talked to him. Yes, I, I talked to him on Monday and said, "How's your brother doing?" He's fine. It's a, he's you know a little sore, but he's going to be fine. He's going to play next week. And then twenty minutes later, um, Del Rio called Derek Carr, who then texted David and said, "Oh, I guess I have uh, a broken back. I, I guess I have a break in there." Now all of a sudden, it's EJ Manuel. I don't know how confident you can be in EJ Manuel. He he's always struck me. He 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 cuts the figure of an NFL QB, and you know that's usually what seduces me. Um, about a guy when you got that uh, that big whip like he does. This is all that matters, the brain. But let me say this. They have three running backs that can go, so you're going to lean heavily on your running game, and your defense has to play a little bit better, and your receivers have to stop dropping the ball, point blank period. Yeah, right. You just have to do your job and catch it. Jags, I mean, we, we, we don't talk about it, but that London game, for for the Jags to go to New York and then play a team that they are they're better than, mm-hmm. 
um, the way they did and defensively, the way you played in London to come back and give up almost 200 yards on the ground and big plays like that, you don't – like that London trip really hurt both him, them and Baltimore. I wonder if it – yeah, it's, it's right. Like it tempers my enthusiasm for the 26-9 victory by the visiting Steelers to Charm City. But, yeah, that, that used to be a thing. You would get back from London and you would get Have the week bi- off. Right. So, but think about this. So now the Jags play in London. They come back and fly to New York. Then they come back home, and then they have to fly to Pittsburgh. I mean, that that right there is a ton of flying already in three weeks that most teams have done uh, in, in a year, possibly. So, uh, I mean, for them, they just have to get through this rough stretch of away games, and I think they'll be they'll be okay. But the two teams that I do want to talk about that we didn't, UCLA, great victory versus Colorado. I mean, we had to get back All on good's track. Colorado. It doesn't matter. Your win is a win. They're on the schedule. you got to win the game. Josh Rosen, again, comes through in the clutch. Uh, find a way to win the game. Defense is playing a little bit better. We have to improve on defense. I like your uniforms. You, oh, they yeah, look the good uniforms are going to be great. And then De La Salle High School. Oh. We played Bishop O'Dowd, uh, a Catholic high school out of the Oakland area. Kirk Morrison, good friend of mine, went there. He thought that they were going to beat us this year, which they all do. Uh, but, no, they got beat. They got a whipping. Um, and I'm proud of those kids. Cause they, they took a loss against Bishop Gorman in L.A., and then they bounced back and, and, and won a couple of tough games. So, I'm excited to see them. We know we're on the state championship now. We got to win the state championship. We got to win our league, playoffs, state. I'd like to see. I know that uh, your high school was named the greatest. Uh, my, single my high school team. What year yeah, was it? 2001. Not, 2001. I'd like to see them play some of the Western PA uh, powerhouses. They would have the got years. worked. All right. I'm just being 100 with you. I, they need to get a video game of high school teams they do. so that we can see how that would turn out. All right, let's get to it, Maurice. Yes. The quarter poll awards. We're four weeks in. Most teams are at least. Who's your MVP right now? It, right now, it has to be uh, – If it depends. I'm biased. I, I feel like it should be Kareem Hunt. <laughs> like in the span of four seconds, you went from – it has to be – well, I'm biased. I guess it could be – I feel be. like it should be Kareem Hunt. Yes, but I agree. It's tough that. for running backs to win that for some reason. So I'm going to say Alex Smith is my quarter pole MVP. I guess so. No I, you know, victory. anybody again, he personifies – Alex Smith does – and I guess actually the two QBs from the 2005 first round draft, both he and Aaron Rodgers, anybody who tells you like coaching doesn't matter as much as how gifted a guy is. Alex Smith, think about what he overcame. I mean, how many guys could be bust, could be labeled bust for that long into his career? And then the right coach, the right system uh, comes along. And then that coach says, yeah, we can do better with another guy. Then you kick him, to, so he gets kicked to the curb by the coach who changed his career for the better. Then what does he do? Does he curl up in the fetal position and weep? No, he comes back and does it again with uh, Andy Reid. Now he has his best. He has his best performance when he's under pressure. You draft Patrick Mahomes. All of a sudden, he feels the pressure. It's weird, yeah. Boom, he's rolling. But Sanchez I, didn't like it when Tebow came no. into to New York, and but Alex Smith elevates his play. It, well, a lot of quarterbacks don't like that. They want to feel comfortable. Alex Smith, he, he, he's okay with that. And I think what he's done with that offense and what Andy Reid has done, utilizing his ability to run, and we saw last night on Monday night that he was able to uh, extend some plays, get some first downs, take some hits. I mean, he did a really good job with them. You know, the Redskins jumped up on him. Mm-hmm. And so uh, – yeah, to me, is they're the only undefeated team right now. You got to go with Alex Smith. I agree with that. Um, 
trying to even offer up uh, an alternative that would be viable. But I'm, I'm with you. I think it's one. I think you're right. Kareem Hunt. Well, as a matter of fact, rookie of the year. That leads us neatly there. Uh-oh. I don't know though that I can, I can say I can give it to Kareem right now. Oh, you're you're gonna go the same place I am. I think I'm gonna put my hat over there with Deshaun Watson. Lone Star State. I told you that was the the guy to get. Damn it, check the QB whisper. So far, right it's again. A, he was I, the QB to get. I said this on Fantasy uh, NFL Fantasy Live that my brother in law once told me that Deshaun Watson was a player. Mm-hmm. And I said, you watch his tape, man. He, he he doesn't really he don't have the the tools. I don't know. And Justin Murray, I'm sorry. Hmm. You were right again. See, that's having some spine. That yeah. makes you not a guy. That makes you a man, Maurice. Thank you. I, to and I told, I told him on national television. I said, listen, bro, you you, you called it. I, I have to give you credit for that. I, I mean, this guy can play. And then I picked him up and put him in my, my fantasy lineup, four touchdowns and one rushing. I, I did said, the same go. thing, Maurice. <laughs> to put your put your money or your fantasy team where your, your mouth, mouth is. That's right. That's a, I, I completely agree with that. And by the way, how many more times are we going to be surprised by a QB who can run around a little bit to cover up any deficiencies as a rookie? That is a, that is a useful thing as you uh, ascend to yeah. understanding the full well, I the, think, the full playbook. And but the so thing, on. I think he's different where Vic came in, all he did was use his legs. This guy is looking to throw the ball. He uses his legs when he has to, similar to what Dak did last year. Dak didn't really run like everyone thought no. he was supposed to. That's right. Because you're always looking to throw the ball. And then when you have to run, you run. Um, I get, Yeah, and then uh, Leonard Fournette, I guess, probably is, yeah, uh, is there. third in there. But, yeah, I'm with you. I go Deshaun Watson by, by a whisker over Kareem Hunt. Most disappointing team. This is interesting. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with the Chargers. I just think, you know, they're, they, they. I don't know if they have too much talent or not enough. I really don't know, but – the hopes were high for them. I mean, it's that's a weird statement. You don't know if they have too little or too much. Yeah, because you have all these great weapons on the outside, but you, your offensive line play is eh. You drafted a guy, and awfully he gets hurt right away. Your middle linebacker gets hurt. You know, they got a lot of injuries. Jason Verrett. Jason Verrett goes. I mean, you got you. They, they had a team there rolling come preseason, and then you know guys start going down. So I, I really it's either between them and the Giants. I think. It's it's vexing though for Phil Rivers supporters. It's a little weird that he. I mean, he, he he's not exactly. I love you know everybody loves watching Philly out there in yeah. the fourth quarter and all Letting the gesticulating rip. and everything else. It's it's fun and I always support the gunslinger. But man, he he's putting them in some tough spots himself. Uh, yeah, I mean he's made some mistakes early on. But we, there's a lot of teams. But I think you can go Giants. You can go Chargers. You can go New England. New England, just give me your concern you can level. You go Minnesota, or not in Minnesota, you can go Miami. Miami had a lot of people saying, like, oh, Jay Cutler's the one. You haven't scored a point in two weeks. All right, but lay it on me, though. Patriots and the defense. Yes, everybody says the same thing right now. Oh, listen, we've seen this story before. Remember when they went, uh, what was it, three years ago to KC and they, they got had, whipped? They and had all Darrell that. Revis. <laughs> And Brandon Browner, they had players on defense. Well, Browner wasn't good, but yes, Revis was good. Okay, well, fine. Browner played. They had that. He played that big corner spot the way they liked to, where he matched up against bigger guys. Darrell Revis. Sure. That they had pass rushers. And I'm surprised that Revis isn't somewhere in the NFL right now. But okay, so what can Bill Belichick do re- realistically? You know, you better I, go trade for a pass rusher. Listen, I know it's easy to say, well, he doesn't have the pieces, but we've seen him turn nothing into a, a Super Bowl people, contender people before. People have to realize. A lot of those times, a lot of those defenses, uh, when they won Super Bowls, they had a very good defense. Last year, I want to say they had the number one scoring defense, 
right? They always had the number one something. They were either number one total, yeah. number one score. They were a really good defensive team because they can get the ball back to Tom. Tom can make things happen. Um, this year they don't have that. Barring a transformational trade or some have to do weird that. pickup or something like that, are the Patriots – Doomed to do something less than win the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, I don't think they. I don't think they win the Super Bowl. I don't, I, 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 right I don't now, want to think. I want to guarantee. Either they will okay, or they you want, won't. You want to guarantee? So I want all the Patriots fans to hit me on Twitter right. at MJD. This is for exciting. This, one. this is finna get real. That which is mean is true and real. Oh. Um, I don't have them winning the AFC East. Oh the my Buffalo goodness! Bills. Come on, the Bills the are not going to win the division. The Buffalo Bills are going to win the division. The twenty seventeen. Buffalo, Buffalo Bills, Bills, who gave away Sammy they Watkins. They circle the wagons like no one else. Okay. That's what he says? Is that how it goes? Who, Boomer Berman? Yeah. No one circle. Look, teach, let me tell uh, Look, look there, there's the New England Patriots. There's the Indianapolis Colts. There's the Pittsburgh. So look, there are a lot of talented teams in the AFC. But the Buffalo Bills are putting something pretty special together. This je- All right, so that's it. But I, you didn't do it. No one circles the wagons like the Buffalo I Bills. I can't do it. No one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. You heard it here Back first. Are you really saying that you the Bills it. are going to win it? Watch. Come on, man. All right, that's, man. You're getting a little silly. All right. Talk. All right. Yeah, but uh, So that's a little stronger than what I even That's what you wanted. I gave it to you. You did. Now, so now, that, now you so get, someone other some, than the Patriots will represent the no, AFC the in Buffalo the Super Bowl. Buffalo Bills will represent All right. Send in the, the AFC East. I want to hear what the Wolf has to say the about Buffalo it. Bills will represent the AFC East here. in the playoffs. Maybe the have Wolf the first can home make game. some sense of what's happened. Oh. oh, you're so disrespectful. <laughs> That's a- the disrespect is unreal. That's why you don't have a seat because you come in here being disrespectful. Wait a second, the Wolf. Why are you waving a 12 flag? Uh, supposed to be an Eagles fan because it was the first, the only flag that was in there. Uh, I just wanted to. I thought you flag. were you were waving your what? Eagles flag after uh, the start of the season. I though. wish. Why is this seat so high? What's happening? I'm gonna like sit on the table. <laughs> yeah, if we're gonna, if, we're, we're, if people are getting booster <laughs> seats, let's go. get them for everybody on this side of the table. There you know what go. I'm talking about? Okay. Oh, there we go. Okay. Now the wolf. Hi. How are you? Here, hold on. Here she yeah. is, star. Right. Of good morning oh, football. Thanks. You know what? Let's say hello to her the right way. Let's be oh, gentlemen, okay. Maurice. Here she is, everybody, from Philadelphia. It's Colleen Wolf. Philly girl from the very start. You know Rocky Balboa in the Museum of Art. Coast to coast living with a number one that's enough. I don't need to hear the whole thing. We get it. My favorite thing ever is Mike Garofalo, who I do the Saturday and Sunday show with. Name dropper. He's actually from Philadelphia. Like, he was born and raised in South Philly. I'm not. I'm from outside of the city. But I always love to tell him that I'm from Philly and ask him where he's from. And he's like, "Uh, what do you mean? I'm actually from the city. That's the level of fun you will experience when you watch Good Morning Football Football. Weekend Edition. The Wolf (laughs) is in the house. The Wolf, it's time for, and Maurice, time for our Q&A. And we'll start with this cue that I just threw the Maurice aid. And I don't know that he aced the answer, though. Uh Uh-oh. He just said that the Bills are going to win the AFC East. The Wolf agreed with I have to go on the, you know, I like to go on the edge and like, I, I like, I Wait, like it's been it. Paying off for you. He, he's been throwing out these things a week early. They've been sticking. I know it's, it's crazy. Great. I don't just throw them out though. They're, they're like calculated. No, they're informed. Throws. Yeah. But the bills, that defense looks really, really good. I mean, 
when we were talking about that team tanking and selling off all of its parts, like, I mean, when you looked at the roster, there's no way you would think that they would be three and one right now. But they I look know, good. I know. And it's, I know who cares what happened eight years ago or whatever that was, nine, ten years ago. Remember when they started four and oh, no. and they beat the, they beat the Patriots in Buffalo and they were on the cover of Sports Illustrated and yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick and all, all this and that. And then they go away. I mean, so come on. Like the 2014, they, they were looking for a You season. said that last year they went 8-8. Eight and eight. We forget that they went 8-8 eight and eight and won a couple games at the end, almost getting the playoffs. Uh, they just needed someone to lose. They, they still have talent on that team. And like I told you before, Shaq, you go, you take a team from a 4-3, and, okay, the Chargers. Yeah. That's a great, I mean, that, yeah. that's Chargers are dealing with that right now. They're a 3-4 team, that 3-4 personnel running a 4-3 scheme. You're going to have some issues. What they literally did was put them back in their 4-3, and now the defense is great again. Yeah, they got rid of Ronald Darby, and I thought that was crazy at the time, but he just didn't work. Yeah, he doesn't in, fit that. Yeah, and it, Tredavious it, White is unbelievable. And EJ Gaines, like, they, well, they, they look great. Stephon Gilmore's gone. I mean, not doing well in New England, but no. still, I mean, the, the, the pieces that they said goodbye to seemed to equal, hey, we're going to scuttle 2017, and we're going to get a but, high round but pick. But then Tyrod Taylor, they're using him the way he's supposed to be yeah. used. Yeah. He's a mobile quarterback. He's in that West Coast system. They're faking the ball that's shady, pulling out, throwing bootlegs, throwing the ball back, Charles Clay's showing. I mean, they're rolling right now. Now, you have to keep that going and stay healthy. Jordan Matthews hurts yeah. a little bit, but, I mean, someone has, someone else has to step up. All right, before we get to the people's questions for, for the two of you to answer, I have one more for you. Let's just jump over. I have here as we give out our uh, quarter poll awards here, the Wolf. Instead of just saying best team, Right now, four games worth of evidence in. Who's going to the Super Bowl? Who's going to be playing in the Super Bowl? Man, I had a uh, – I'm not going to lie. I, I really, really thought after last night the Redskins have a really good chance. They do. Yeah. I mean, they have a good chance. But no. I mean, they're a Dotson drop away from winning that game in is it KC. Do- is it Dotson or Dotson? Because I it heard it both matter. ways on the broadcast, and now I'm second-guessing everything I know. It's It was Kurt Cousins' fault because on the right side, matter. Jordan Reed was what we call butt-naked in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. There was nobody by him. He was by himself. He beat – I want to say he beat Marcus Peters on a double move or whoever was covering him and was literally five yards away from him. If you throw it up – if I'm going to end the game on a go ball, this is me, I'm going to throw it to my best player. Yeah. That's just what I'm going to do. He was angry too. And it's like he didn't even play you a lot of what, snaps. Did you not see what Jay Gruden said on the side? He goes, you, you, didn't, you didn't see Jordan Reed? And he was like, no, no, I didn't. Well, that happens sometimes. No, As a sure. matter of fact, Ben Roethlisberger didn't see a wide-open Antonio Brown in Baltimore oh, the other wow, day. Oh, wow, that was bad. A.B. flipped out. He threw Gatorade everywhere and not happy either. It wasn't like, hey, Todd Haley, let's do a Gatorade bath <laughs> in celebration. Let me just dump it on you out of rage. He's a passionate player. It's now, so it's so hard to say who's going to be in the Super Bowl because at this point, after this no week, knows. it's like a crazy mixed-up world we're living I in. I have no idea what's up, what's down, what's left, what's right. Aditi Kinkabwala reports that Mike Tomlin spoke about AB's histrionics on Sunday. He said this is not AB's first rodeo. Be a professional. I think he's saying AB needs to get it together a little bit, and this isn't the first time that AB's blown up a little bit. I do think is that not a distraction, Maurice? If you're, it's one thing if you're going south, and then you have somebody start belly aching. You're like, well. The wheels are off, but isn't it isn't it bemusing at least to be like, what well, was the hey, we're, that time? we just we just went into Baltimore and beat them twenty six to was nine. What the score at the time? Uh, I thought it was early in the game. It was early in the well, game. So you don't know if that one play, might have been three. You don't know if that one play would have been changed the game, right? Because literally, you throw the ball. That was a third down play. He throws the ball over to I think Lev uh, Lev Bell's head. Yeah, and they punt, and this dude is 
running by himself. Now, uh. he did change the route at the last second, but that's what they do in Pittsburgh. And he was literally no one around him for 20 yards, I felt like. Distraction or not, wouldn't you so much rather see a player, like, show emotion? Yes. Like, be that's, passionate that's I about something? Say. I yeah. say that all the time out of, in defense of Odell or anybody else. Yeah. I'd much rather my guy run, run a little too hot than a like, little Like, hey, you have a pulse, yeah. you're human, you care. That's Love great. Or would you rather have your player just stand on the side of a play like this with his hands on I, the that's always the same guy that comes to mind when you talk about guys oh, that just don't care. That reminds yeah. me to shout out uh, my own check report. Track that thing down on uh, on digital. What are your favorite digital platform? I as I compared it, I said, what, "What's he think this is? The 2010 NFC title game? Yeah. Get it? Because like, he just stood there like yeah, I know. That's see, the one. That's the one. That's funny. how I got in. Setting out the vibes over here. <laughs> I'm going to go, since no one's giving a good answer to this, just, the Redskins are going to the Super Bowl, Maurice? No, I didn't why say that. No, I didn't say that. I said that. Well, you I, said they I were good. They, I thought they were. But I'm going to go with uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. That would have been some win going into KC. That would have been a yeah. nice win. Uh, the Chiefs. The Chiefs. For, I, I like and the Chiefs, too. The, and I'm going to take the Rams out of it because that's a biased pick. Okay. I still feel like they have a great chance, too. If you win next week, you have a chance to really do some good things. Anything can happen. We know Maurice that. Let me guess what Packers. division you're going. Maurice is saying What's NFC Packers? North? Yes. And but it's not the Packers. No. It's the Lions. <laughs> it's the Detroit. It's the Detroit Lions. <laughs> They're finding a way, Shaq. It doesn't matter. The Lions are going to the Super Bowl. I'm going to tell you the story. I'm going <laughs> to tell right. you the story okay. that the strength coach told me. We got a little bit of time. So he said he was driving on this back road <laughs> in Mississippi and he said he he looked and he saw this turtle sitting on the post on this post and I was like, "What? Like, come on, man, don't lie to me." And he said he went and talked to the turtle. And he's like, "Mr. Turtle, like how'd you get on this post?" And the turtle didn't respond because he wasn't speaking, you know, turtle don't speak English. And so he, he, he came through. Makes sense. At the end of it, he said, you know, he goes, after trying to talk to this guy for a long time, I just figured out he found a way. And that's what they're doing right now. They're finding a way to win games. It doesn't matter if it's Yeah, but pretty. your friend was talking to a turtle who he knew going His in. His name is Dr. Crease, too. Right. That's his name, Doc Crease. <laughs> Doc Crease, look him up on YouTube. I'm telling you, Dr. Maurice says okay. it's the Lions and the Chiefs for uh, for all the glory for the Lombardi. I'm staying with my original pick at the quarter ball, boring as it may be. I'm listen. I have to self validate. We only have four games. I'm not going to jump off uh, my own ship back quick. Who I said Pittsburgh Steelers, Seattle Seahawks. Oh man, the Seahawks look Seahawks bad always, right now. I know. Though, listen, that's why I can project ahead. I can look past what we're seeing and realize that they're going to continue to come together. That was a big second half for them against Indy. Although I was at, yeah. at halftime, but it was against Indy. They're going to lose to the Colts. Uh, that would have been the most Week Four thing that happened: Jacoby Brissett and the Colts beating the oh, Seahawks. Oh, I think anybody going in with with into Foxborough and again beating them, but then again the Rams going into Big D and beating them. Oh, I don't know. Crazy. It what is, a week. Right, but you know what happens every NFL season is you don't know until like November, December. You'll look back at September results and say, "Oh, that was weird." Remember, we thought <laughs> that the Cowboys were really good. It may well be that the Rams went in there and beat a mediocre Cowboy. We don't, or know it yet. could be the Rams are really good. Also true. Right. We'll have to wait on that. But I just I told it. you how this whole thing ends. It's the Steelers and Seahawks in the Super Bowl. No Eagles. No one thinks the Eagles. Ah. Uh, let me just say something. To you. I have to who every, picked the Eagles before the season? Damashek, that's who. To win what? The division. Well, that's going to be tough, man. All right. Well, I made that prediction. I don't know. I don't remember too many other people uh, 
saying uh my predictions are so all over the place right well, what's now. Your? Like my my emotions are all over the place I, I don't i don't know if i can make a pick right now based on what i saw this past week chris long malcolm jenkins tory smith easy human beings to root for i'm 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 all the way in on uh, Wentz Blunt, and company. he's out there angry yeah. Wentz looks dynamite in my opinion for a second year qb running around hurting people Alshon, with the legs as well Alshon as with the whip Jeffrey. that was a great home game for them oh shout out <laughs> That's why everyone thought the Chargers were going to go back to San Diego. I know. And can you believe that? Yeah, well, I guess they're now uh, – they've announced officially that there is no consideration. There is no going back. back to San Diego. You already paid the Only price. Only going forward now. I was so sure. Man. That was one I was wrong on. I was sure the Chargers. But the, then again, the kid makes a couple of kicks there, and they, the they're story is completely yeah, different. They won right. two guys. Mm-hmm. All right, let's, uh, let's uh, take some, pick, uh, some, uh, some questions from the people. But, the Wolf, I do want to hear your Super Bowl prediction. Oh, man, right now? All right. I, uh, right now, I, I brought it up four minutes ago. I know, I know. Maurice uh, came up with some nonsense about the Lions while you had a chance a to think about it. I like, I I'm mean, about to make a shirt that says Find a Way. That's going to be my new brand. I need more time. I'm not giving you one right now. How about that? Amir Abdullah, the feature back Leo for Rudy. your Super Bowl uh, representative. Yeah, that's how it is sometimes. <laughs> Let's hear from Michael Wright, shall we, uh, on Twitter. He drops us a line and asks, does longevity get players into the Hall of Fame? Oh, I don't know this Michael Wright. I know a lo- another one. You don't oh. know Baby Boy? No, I don't know Baby Boy. Isn't too. Michael Wright the name of the actor from, uh can't think of any, Westworld? You know, oh, it just it, depends. It, mm, um, I don't know. I don't know. The Michael Wright, I know he's a reporter now. He follows the Spurs. He used to do that. He was a Jacksonville beat writer, and now he's in San Antonio with the Spurs, and he follows the Cowboys a little bit. But longevity just depends on uh, your production, right? Like, I think Terrell Davis got in the Hall of Fame because in his six years, he was the most dynamic running back we had when there was Barry Sanders, Emmitt Smith. He was winning MVP. That's exactly right. I'm glad yeah. that, that that longevity should matter in the evaluation, I suppose. I mean, it's, right. but it's well well down on my list of priorities when I'm evaluating whether or not somebody in, belongs in, in the your, Hall of in Fame. In your period of time, it may be one year, 30 years. Well, it can't be one. Well, no, I'm just saying. Like, I know. I'm just, just throwing it out there. It's how productive were you in, in that era you, you were in. Yeah. I think it matters too much to too many people. I agree with that. Yes. Because it's, it's a dangerous I, sport. Especially at the running back position. I mean, you got to be incredibly durable to withstand all of that and, and be play at the top of your game or and last that long. Or play Hall of Famers at wide receiver, quarterback, and O-line. And fullback. Mm. I like, uh, but I do like the trend, <laughs> the recent trend that you go that not ju- it's not just Terrell Davis, but also Kenny Easley, who yeah. you were, were, yeah. are oh, he's a of a certain age and watched him play. He was clearly uh, saw him clearly, in college. Yeah, watched him in college. Really? He's a Bruin, and so they would show his highlights. He was a monster. He was the first one. He was Ronnie Lot before Ronnie Lot. Well, yeah, but he was super skinny and wiry. So he, yeah, he was a striking figure out there on the gridiron in the kingdom back in the olden days of mm-hmm. uh, the Seattle Seahawks. Um, yeah, it does matter. It's not exactly a response to the question, Michael, but longevity. Uh, here, here, here's always my response to people about uh, about numbers and who has the best statistics. Emmett Smith. Is, nobody thinks Emmett Smith – well, I, I, I suppose you could conjure a few people who would make the argument for Emmett, but no way th- says Emmett Smith's the greatest running back in the history of the league just because he has the rushing record. Everybody would put Walter Payton or most you people. Didn't hear, you didn't hear what I said, huh? No, what? You heard it. You caught the joke. Yeah. yeah. What was the joke? Emmett, like, 
the re- he what was I very good. Like, no, he was good. He had, long, so he had so many, so much around, around him. him. It was unbelievable, right? You have, and I'm not saying that taking the, to take away from him, but when you put him, compare him to Barry Sanders, who had eh around him, or you know other running backs that are in the Hall of Fame. I mean, he literally is the gold standard of, or, of what you want your team to look like. Oh, Hall I, of we, Fame quarterback, Hall of Fame wide receiver, yeah. Hall of Fame offensive lineman, multiple of those guys. Uh, that must you know, have been insane. Go do your power ranking team. show with your friend uh, EH there and talk uh, and bring that one up to oh. him. He has some strong opinions on Barry uh. Sanders too. Yeah, like what? That Barry Sanders did in fact have a lot of talent around him, and that single back spread benefited him. Of course, I, I, I which which is kind of what, true. but yeah, it, but what does that have to do with the price of tan China when you I'm you had right. players, you had Hall of Fame. Play- I'm Oh no! You're getting choked up. Oh my god! By the way, I have my Super Bowl pick. Yeah, I figured it out. Oh, please. Yes, uh, I'm gonna go the Kansas City Chiefs and the Falcons. The Falcons. Yeah, I'm gonna go the Falcons. I feel like you know what we're starting to see with the Falcons. First of all, they almost lose in Week One. Yeah. Then they have the big open up the stadium event, and they and they more or less blow out the Packers. That that's the signature victory so far for them. They could easily be one and three. They could be one and three, I and I think that maybe we're starting to see. Now they have a Matt bye Ryan. week, and maybe they can write the thing. But I think they're feel they're, there's some emotional fatigue, and I they I know didn't it's have a Sanu. They lost Julio well, Jones. Well, that's why I that's why I say temper but, your enthusiasm, Bills yeah. fans. But that's my, what, but my biggest thing is you have to remember we crowned Matt Ryan last year as being the the e word. Mm-hmm. Did we not on this show last year? I remember someone saying he is now the e word. And when you have when you become the e word, it doesn't matter who you have out there. You still have to win games. That offense was the e word last year. No, as that's a good, whole, that's a, that's a good point by Maurice. That's all I'm saying. You good get, point. Once you once you come in that elite category, you got to win games. I players. once stood. In, I, here's some more name dropping uh, or uh, telling tales uh, from uh, you know because you know I'm I'm just a fan. I jump. You know, I the only difference between you and me is that I got uh, over the fence and I'm reporting now back from the front lines. As you I once uh, was here in the green room where all the fancy pants hang out, and I saw Maurice Jones, Drew, Huggin, and Kibitzen. With uh, Justin Forsett, they're, they're oh. yeah, they're two oh, peas in a pod. Boy. You love him. He smart has a question bro. for us. Here's uh, here's Justin with a question. All right, so Maurice, who's the best running back to ever stay at your house? Oh, oh, you Casa Day Jones Drew. You didn't know about that in the off season. It's, it's it's a popular place for running backs. Can I guess? Um, yeah, go ahead, guess. Was it Maurice Jones Drew? No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. I mean, I you could there. say that. I could say that. <laughs> you could say that. If you, you know, there, there's to. been a couple guys, and Justin is definitely in the rankings. Gaston Green. No, no, no. Eric Ball. No. No, no. They would never come to my house. They're not welcome. They're too old. These are guys that uh, are playing right now. Like oh, so, okay. Justin Forsett, James White's been there, and, and and obviously myself. But I'm gonna have to go with a guy who won Super Bowl MVP, James White. Oh, stayed at the crib, and then it kind of nice. rubbed off. But they don't call him Uncle James. They call my do my kids do call Justin Uncle Justin. Four set. They get home his whole name. It's, it's the really Uncle Justin Forsett. It's the best thing going. Uh, just Uncle Justin Forsett. Yeah, it's the I have. Best a, thing. You know what? If you just saw that question from from Justin, it came from the uh, aforementioned green room. Yes. They now have the Hall of Famers jerseys hanging in there. I do think they should put up a uh, Maurice no. and a Heath Evans. Yeah. And a they should have that on a on another wall. On a Sean O'Hara. No. No, leave and me smaller. Out. Leave me. Yeah. Out. <laughs> <laughs> no. So listen. So Casa in that Day room, Jones Drew. Okay, well they're in that James room, not White. in your house. In in the green room, Super Bowl MVP. This goes to the both of you. Okay. You have Maurice Jones Drew. 
You have LaDainian Tomlinson, Marshall Falk, and Terrell Davis. Colleen Wolf, who's the best running back? Oh, that's a tough one. To work at NFL Media. Well, I think, I, I think I'm a pretty smart girl, and I'm sitting next to Maurice Jones-Drew. I did face but more I, eight, a, nine man boxes. I'm all going MJD. Together. Have I'm honor, saying. the wolf. Have dignity. <laughs> I did face more eight and nine man boxes than they all of them put together. Possibly, it's true. Just saying, are you saying yourself? Oh, no question. No, no question. No, I'm not even gonna. There's no debate in that. All right, let's put. Them I in did order. love. Uh, let's do LT's it one through four. Tinted visor, though. That like was, that was one of my favorite oh, things you better about watching quick, him play. Better, better compliment Marshall Falk and TD too. No, no, that. Was oh, it. it's a four-way tie. No, 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 no. She it's a four-way right. tie. They're the four best to ever do it. She, she, she said it right. No disrespect to those other guys. All right, they, let's they put them in order teams. then. You have MJD, MJ, LT, MJD, TD, MJD, Falk, MJD. Go ahead, the wolf. Oh, you. Uh, so, oh, yeah, the, these are my two, rankings. Yeah, okay. Uh, you can so, work with you. Trying to put so you on MGD. the spot. He's trying to put you on the spot. Bro. Okay. Do your thing. Okay. Uh, no pressure. I know. My God. MJD. He may never wear a gold jacket. I'm trying to think of the guys one. that I work with the most. All right, that's unsatisfying. <laughs> if you're going to be a coward, then I don't want to play this game. No, it's strategic. All right, Maurice. <laughs> Maurice, go ahead. We talked about being a man. I am a man. All right, go ahead then. Uh, myself, I face okay. more eight and nine man boxes. Okay, we heard that one. Yeah, and then I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with LT. Okay, two. Then I'll go with. See, it's, it's t- well, really, to be honest, if we we're gonna do it without me being like putting myself in it, I I would I would probably go Marshall because he went thousand thousand, mm. and, and that's that's always tough. So so he would jump LT. Yeah, and then I would go LT then TD. Mm. That's how it would go. Interesting. I think this is a quiz that everyone. But but if you're gonna put me in it, I should be in all four because I did all that. <laughs> and so. Man, watching especially with TD being inducted this year, watching the highlights from when he played it was crazy. Man, yeah. like they wouldn't have won that Super Bowl without him. Oh, go back and watch Super Bowl Thirty Two. It's one of the great performances, and there is not out of his as I always say, out of his hundred and fifty nine yards that he puts up on a great Packers defense, and without even playing the second quarter, there's not one that skews those numbers. There's not like a a seventy five yard run in the mix that that throws those numbers out. I mean, like. They are – talk about being a man. Like, they are five yards, eight yards, 11 yeah, yards, yeah. five yards. Like, that's the whole game outside of the fourth, the second quarter. Like I say, he be barely was out there for that. It's amazing. It's a remarkable performance. All right, let's hear from uh, another Wait, what's friend. your what's your rankings? That's not – no one cares. Really, <laughs> no one cares about my numbers on that. I did uh, – well, listen, I actually did rank them a, a year or so ago. I did have LT, I think, when I did Super Bowl era running backs, uh-huh. I think I had LT eighth of all time in, in that. Uh, okay. And I think I had Marshall at uh, – yeah, I think I – wait. I think I had LT at eight, um, Marshall at nine, and then Emmett at ten. And where was MJD? He was in like I wasn't was on ahead that. of that. Okay. He was like ahead of that. I wasn't on that one. It's all good. <laughs> Eight and nine man boxes. Just you watch the tape. You were on there. Just watch the tape. I had you next to Fred Taylor, you know? Eight and you nine counted man as boxes. one in my book. No. All right, Eight next up, let's boxes. hear a guy hear, hear from a guy who blocked for both Fred Taylor and Maurice Jones Drew. His name is Mercedes. Hey yo, Dave, this one is for you, man. When you cutting that grizzly up, or at least get your edge up or something, get your little fade at the top or something. I can handle that. Trying to let that go, bro. Mercedes scores three Great. touchdowns and all of a sudden he's yes. giving me the business on a beard? I had this. He's got that Mercedes. Barry Manilow voice going. Mercedes I love it. Belongs in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> really? Straight up. 
I mean, to be honest with you, when we first of all, I played against a guy in high school, right? He was a dominant force and played with him in college. He won the MAC. He did great things. But in Jacksonville, they never asked him to catch the ball. They've never asked him to catch the ball. One year they asked him to do it. He had 12 touchdowns or something like that in one season. It's crazy. Yeah, it Everybody is Everybody sees him as a blocker because yeah. he's a really good blocker. But he's actually really good with the ball in his hands as well. You have to f- try to find ways. They do it one game, and all of a sudden he scores three touchdowns in one game. Then they just don't, they go away from it when they play the Jets. That doesn't make any sense to me. At all. It doesn't, but that's part of the game plan. Um, the Wolf, do you think I need to – go ahead. Should I go just I'm, I just take it, I'm really take it well versed on. Do I in need beard to, trimming. Do I need um, to get rid of the thing? What? I don't even know what you would look like without the beard anymore. And I, what would you look like without the mustache? You would look mustache? like a baby face, I think. What would you look, I don't think I would look baby you, face. What would you look without the mustache? you got to do that. Not too many babies have fast. a big beak for Just a have the mustache. No, no, no. He's done that before. you got to cut. You have to cut it all off. Yeah, I don't do it know. next week. Do it this week and see what happens. Maybe I will. Are you uh, actually thinking about it? Oh yeah, I think you I, I, I'm tired of it. That's it's enough already. Too Is many hipsters. Too many hipsters getting in on my bit now. You know, I let the hipsters have the beard. Yeah, maybe do go. the long sideburns. No, no, just have cut it all out. off and then let it grow back. That's what I'm. I'm, I'm not going to cut mine until Super Bowl. That's probably what I'm going to do. <laughs> really? I swear, seriously, that's the, that's the truth. Last uh, last question for this week's Q&A comes uh, from our pal Yonders in uh, the state of Indiana. He asks, uh, what's the best way to go about wooing someone you're interested mm. in? The Wolf, hmm. why don't you start us off here? Um, you have to listen to them. That's like the most important thing. But for me, you I got, hear that a lot. You got to make me laugh. And you know, you That's guys how you know. Get to I'm, your heart through your mouth. It's not difficult to. Uh, I don't. I think that was a laugh. sexist response from you. What? Well, you're answering it like how do you should get wooed. It's a, how do you woo somebody? Didn't you have to woo Gonzo? Yeah, I listened to him and I made him laugh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Gonzo did. He listened to you. Yeah. And then in between listening sessions, he he, he laughed at all of my jokes. Some, he cracked yes. some wise, and and uh, you chuckled at it, and mm-hmm. the rest is history. Yeah, we met in the Eagles locker room. There was no game. He threw no mouthpiece, no like little hint here, no little hey he he's. No, that. when we first uh, when we first started met each other, we w- were both dating other people. So oh, we were, we were friends first. Ah, that's always mm-hmm. the way to go. But you met in the Eagles locker room. Yeah. Yep. What was I, that? Tell, uh, th- describe that scene. Super weird. Uh, it, it's always like it, it got, I think, stranger when we were married and we were in the Eagles locker room together because it's like. Uh, we're, he was seeing like you look at other guys who are probably. Next. Well, no, like I'm you got talking married to him in the Eagles and, locker room. No, <laughs> I would be talking Your to John syntax was and off there. somebody in the like periphery right yeah. there would be getting changed. I'm like, hey, mind if we just switch spots so you can yeah. have that view. But uh, no, it was. Basically, hey, put some pants on. My wife's in here. Like, man, it's a locker room. Listen, what do you want us to do? Well, he, locker rooms are this. so weird because everybody just gathers in the middle of the locker room and you just wait. John talk. is a very confident man. One, Gonzo. Yeah. Yes, it has to be to have your woman be in a male locker room like that all the time and not even trip. Doesn't care at all. That's how I that's, knew that that was going to work out. Yeah, yeah. that's co- that never cares. That, that was the biggest thing with my wife. Well, obviously, you know, we've been friends as kids, but confidence man like i i work down here she's at home with the kids i know but when people talk about you you know what is someone can i be honest though i find that to not be terribly useful advice because you hear it all the time like you know what women like most in a fella 
confidence. Like, well, uh, but confidence, confidence isn't I – mean, what do you mean? Well, how, You either have confidence or you don't. No, it's like confidence is like when you're, when she goes, I want to go out with my friends. You don't blow her up yeah. every five seconds. You let her go oh out with her God. friends and have a good time. You can't be insecure. Yeah, you, that's the biggest thing. Insecurities. Like, oh, my goodness. It's the, it's the most unattractive thing in anybody. But it, there's some people that – that's what, I was watching this thing on Twitter, and this girl – it was crazy. She set her her husband or boyfriend up. He's like a cable guy, and they put these two gorgeous twins in the, in the room, oh. and they were doing stuff. And he was like, "Oh yeah, I got a girlfriend." Blah blah blah, this and that. And she was literally trying to get him caught up. And the guy passed the test, and she got mad. Like you can't. That win seems with that. like a toxic relationship. Yeah, you can't probably. win with that. What are we doing? So the yeah. advice for our friend Yonders is: be confident. Uh-huh. Listen. And be funny. So at least two of those are things that you can't control. You can't make yourself confident. You can't make yourself no, funny. When the confidence is, like we just said, you just can't be insecure. When she wants to go out, like, don't blow her up. Text every now, yeah. a couple hours. Don't hey, be, like, how are all you? over someone. Yeah, I don't see. Be don't That's what you mean by them. confident. Yeah. I thought you meant, like, be like Don Draper, confident. Like, well, hello. No. No, no, no. Oh. Let, let them do their own thing. You guys have your own lives and then your life together. I think Ooh, you can be deceived dang. by movies. I think movies are a lifetime of deception for no the question. viewing fan, for the viewing fella. Yeah. If you tried to use what they do in movies to pick up women, you you would fail miserably. Like, the oh, women love women love uh, you know a man of few words. Like, yeah, try that out. See, see how that yeah. works. Or out. like restraining orders no. too. A lot of times, <laughs> no, like, the, the, best, yeah. Yeah. the best line I've ever heard was he was like, uh, you know, how much does it how much does it take or how much does a polar bear have to wait to break the ice? And she was like, I don't know. He's like, I, me either. My name's such and such. Like that line never works. <laughs> That's you funny. You heard that line? It was on Hall Pass. Oh. Greatest movie, one of the greatest ever. But I mean, those lines don't work. Just hello, how are you? I'm I'm Maurice. Nice to meet you. I got I was uh, uh, flying I back last know. week, and I got uh, this guy leaned over and said, "I really admire your passion for football." And then introduced <laughs> himself, and I was like, "Can I jump out of this plane right now?" <laughs> worst, worst pickup should you, line. Should you, did you? Should you not? Just, you should have like. Start writing it down. Like, what'd you say again? I, oh. <laughs> I got well, I, that's ridiculous. I got to tweet that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good times on the Q and A as always. Thanks for coming in, the Wolf and yeah. Reese. We uh, appreciate you making the time for us to do it every week. Make sure you track it down uh, the Q and A each and every week. It's kind of like we don't really do too much day and date kind of stuff. You right. can really no. enjoy it. At your leisure, you know, go yeah. back and dig up last And week. send your questions into us, Oh, too. that's a good call Jeez. there. So yeah. It's like a host. DDFP is how you do it. <laughs> Hashtag DDFP for Maurice Jones Group. Colleen Wolf, we'll talk at you later. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.